0: The energy model. And this is the basically mental model you can use to understand how far you know in the past, how far in the future, and then how much in the now you're living in. So this is kind of memory-driven, dream-driven, and reality-driven. So it's a very interesting cognitive tool you can use to find how much time you're actually spending in the past, present, and future. And the reason this is vital is living in the present moment is really what brings happiness. We see this across cultures, across different civilizations, The people that live closest to the earth, closest to the seasons and are basically closest to nature have exceedingly higher levels of happiness and at the end of the day, truly abundance. So understanding that, you know, really, if you can analyze, you know, your past and your future and how much of your conscious time you're spending thinking about those things versus thinking about what you can do in this present moment to make it better, You can therefore live a better life and this is really what this energy model is saying you know when you have all your energy split in all these different directions what happens is basically your brain brain has a certain amount of glycogen so this is a is a chemical it releases just like dopamine it receives from like social media glycogen is basically i could go in, in in really detail with this but essentially glycogen just comes down to How much big surges of energy can your brain take on in the day? So, for example, if you wake up in the morning, there's a crisis, like there's a fire, that your glycogen in your brain will be spent on that. And for the rest of the day, most likely you'll be kind of, quote unquote, burnt out. Or, you know, um, people say, what is it? Um, Like burnt at all ends or uh, basically it, it comes down to being just energy depleted. And this is what a lot of things happen. So... Let's say every morning, it's a routine for you to wake up, look on social media, most likely some of those things provoke emotion, glycogen being surged there, then you wake up, let's say you make a big breakfast or clean, um, glycogen surged there. And it, most people, the issue is is they have like three big glycogen surges before they even reach the workday. So the key thing is, is to understand where your energy is going. This is why I sometimes talk about the 100 units of time tests a lot of top CEOs use. And it's important to do this on a micro level, you know, even if you're working for a company, you know, a lot of people listening um, run their own online business here. But um, the basically... Top CEOs do something called this 100 units of time test. And The reason this is important is because you can see where your time is being spent because usually we, we have no idea where our time is actually being spent. We have like a false reality in our minds, kind of a, a story that we tell ourselves, but it's not true. So this model really helps with that. And that 100 units of time basically goes, you know, you record 100 units of time. So that'd be like every hour, you like every wake hour, um, for 100 hours so let's say you do like two weeks and average that out at 100 hours basically you just keep a pen and paper with you or a little notepad you write down okay you wake woke up at five o'clock um ready getting ready for the day brushing teeth that would be in the maintenance category seven o'clock made breakfast got coffee um read the newspaper that that would be personal um, maintenance category Then uh, eight o'clock drove to work, started work. That would be in the work category, and you can see kind of how this breaks down. Let's say in the afternoon, you know, watch Netflix, um, look at YouTube. That would be in the entertainment category. And what you can begin to do is go. Okay, at the end of this hundred units of time, you can add up all these categories and go. Okay, am I spending you know sixty percent of my time in the entertainment category, or am I spending seventy percent of the time in maintenance? Well, as we know, and as pretty much everyone knows there's, you can break your time up into maintenance and progress. So kind of like chores and progress for the people on the farm do this, you know, try and split up. Like the best way to do it is at least have 60% progress, 40% maintenance. Although a lot of people, it's, it's very backwards or it's 50-50 <clears throat> or it's 70-30 in you know, 70% maintenance, 30% progress. Some people barely have any progress and they just do the same things over and over again, expecting different results, which as we all know, That's the definition of insanity. So diving into this model. So it always said that we should live in the here and now. But why? The Swift author Pascal Messer says, It's an error, a nonsensical act of violence to concentrate on the here and now with the conviction of thus grasping the essential. What matters is the move surely and calmly with the appropriate humor and the appropriate melancholy. In the temporarily spatial internal landscape that we are. Very interesting. So, here is a non judgmental question How much of your time do you spend thinking about the past? How much about the, the here and now? And how much about the future? Or, to put it another way, how often do you think wistfully or thankfully about what has been? How often have you been feeling? That you are really concentrating on what you're doing in a particular moment. How often do you imagine that the future may hold? And how often do you worry about what lies ahead? The three examples shown in the model on the right. And this is a model from this book, The uh, the Decision Book. So this is kind of like different pie graphs of um, future past and now kind of how you're splitting up your time. So these examples represent cultural values, so memory-driven, non, non-stagical non Europe, dream-driven in the USA and the land of opportunity and reality-driven in the industrious Asia. So you can't change the past, but you can ruin the present by worrying about the future. So very, very interesting concept. I, I wish we'd go into more, but this is just one of our shorter episodes. You know, here at the Modern Academy, we do a 5, 10, and 15-minute episode, and this is really just getting a sneak peek at what is really this this memory-driven model. So thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. And until next time.